0: You are listening to The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services.
1: Hi, my name is Maury Fornson, and I'm an employment
0: facilitator with Youth Employment Services. Hello, everybody. My name is Alexander Ferrer, and I'm the education coordinator at Youth Employment Services. Today, we're going to be talking about an employment gap. Now, Morag, what is an employment gap?
1: So employment gaps, I just want to stress, are something that most people have, and basically it's just a period of time that you weren't working uh, that kind of starts after you get your first job, and then just at any point in time when you're off work for a period of time that's considered an employment gap. They can really range anywhere from just a few weeks to a few years, kind of depending on your circumstances, but something I really want to stress is that almost everyone has one. And it's not something that you need to be embarrassed about or something that you should be worried about in terms of finding future work. So today we're just going to talk a little bit more about how to prepare to address an employment gap when you're looking for your next job. Because oftentimes employers will see that in your work history and they'll ask you about it. But it's definitely not an immediate rejection sentence or anything like that. It's just something that you want to make sure you know how to talk about. So there's a few different reasons that people tend to have employment gaps. This is really endless, but we're just going to focus on three of them today. So the first one we're going to focus on is that you quit your job. The second one we're going to focus on is that you were laid off. So this can be due to a shortage of work or your contract ending. Or the third one is you were fired. So we're going to talk about each of those individually But just know this isn't a comprehensive coverage of it. There's always going to be other reasons, but those are the three main ones. So I'll start with talking about the first one. So the first reason that you would have left a job is that you quit, and then you didn't necessarily have another job to go to straight after. And there are a multitude of reasons why people quit jobs. You can have other life responsibilities or workplace stresses that lead you to quitting a job. And so when someone asks you about that and they ask you why there was, say, a year-long gap between your last job and this new job you're applying for, your answer shouldn't focus too much on the coworkers you had conflict with or the details of your personal life that led you to quitting, but instead should focus on how you weighed out your options and ultimately decided that leaving your job made the most sense at the time, and now you're in a better place to be working again. So. For me, I have a personal story with that. I had my first job in high school. I worked in fast food, and I worked there starting in grade 11, and then I kept that job over the summer and then worked into grade 12, but in grade 12, I had a really heavy course load on my plate. I was doing a lot of extracurriculars, and I was pulling like 17-hour days. It was so ridiculous. I would be at school at 7.45 in the morning, and I'd be there until 5 p.m., And then I would go straight to my after school job and I'd work there sometimes until midnight. And I just it was not sustainable for me. So I did that for a few months before I just kind of reached a point where I thought, you know what, I'm in high school. I don't need to be working. This is something that this is a responsibility that I can leave. And so I put in my notice, I quit my job and I focused on school for the rest of the year. And then after high school, I started looking for a job again. And so it had been about a year at this point since I'd quit my last job. And I went in person to drop off my resume at a retail store that was hiring. And the first thing the hiring manager asked me, she took one look at my resume and she said, oh, you you haven't worked in a year. Why is that? Right. So I had to be ready to answer that question. Uh, And I just, you know, I didn't focus too much on like, I hated my boss because even though that was actually true, what I did focus on was, mm-hmm. you know, I had a lot going on in my personal life and I had a lot of responsibilities and I weighed everything out and decided this was the one that had to go. But I'm now at a point where I'm ready to bring this kind of responsibility back on. And I ended up getting that job. So it worked out pretty well for me, but it was so important that I had thought that through ahead of time so that I was able to speak about that professionally. Um Quitting a job isn't the end of the world in terms of finding a future job, but a potential employer is going to want to know that you're not going to quit their job immediately, right? So you need to be able to speak about that in a way that's positive and that they're still going to think that you're responsible and want to hire you. Another reason that people will have an employment gap is being laid off. Do you want to talk about that one a little more, Alexander?
0: So you were laid off due to a shortage of work. this is a very common one. And it's actually really simple to talk about because this happens a lot. A lot of people have a lot of contract work or people have summer jobs, for instance, and really that's a legitimate reason why you quit that job. And maybe you had to do other things because you were laid off because of that. And that happens quite a bit. And during that time, it might be really difficult for you to try to find a job. And that's understandable. You might not have a job for months. You know, that that is something that happens. So something you can do is you could actually volunteer during those times. This is what I say to a lot of people when they're trying to come up with their resume and everything. I always ask them, what have you done in between those two jobs? Because chances are you're doing something. What I always tell some of my uh, students that I work with, I, I kind of say sarcastically, were you looking at a wall the whole time? No, you weren't. You were actually up doing stuff something you whether it be sports or maybe you're volunteering at a place of worship or a community center. Things like that. So always try to volunteer and try to think about things that you're doing besides work. Uh, Employers really want to hear what you do besides work, especially if you have gaps in your employment.
1: Mm -hmm. and I can speak a little bit more I have a personal story for this one too because I'll tell you all right now my resume looks like Swiss cheese there are so many gaps in there it's full of holes Um, but something that I always try to make sure I do especially because I've worked a lot of jobs that were contracts you know say for six months at a time is that I have volunteering going on whether that is purposeful kind of trips where I go to volunteer somewhere else, which I've done for sometimes up to a year at a time. Or just if I'm looking for a job, I always make sure that I've got some sort of volunteering gig going on in the side so that when I go in for a job interview, I can say, you know what? Yeah, I I was laid off from my job back in October and it's March now and I've been looking since October. But during that time, I've also been filling my time by volunteering with my local neighborhood association. So that's kind of as someone who has a lot of employment gaps, I found that's been really helpful in being able to explain those to potential employers by saying, you know, yes, I was laid off. But again, I'm shifting to that positive of here's what I am up to, though, and here's what I have been doing to fill my time. I'm not staring at a wall, as Alexander was saying. So I think that's one that we can't stress enough is is finding ways to be productive with your time is so good.
0: You know, I actually have a little bit of an experience of a gaps in my employment, too. Um, when I was going to university, I was actually living on campus. And on the, in the summer, I uh, worked uh, as a maintenance worker, and I was I was basically a janitor. Well, after that summer, I didn't have that job anymore. How would I explain to my employer... Well, it's because it was only a summer job. And also during the school year, I did other things. I was part of clubs. I was even the mascot. That's a whole other story that I don't want to get into, but I was even a mascot at one point. I did different things. It's all about framing it in a positive way of things that you do in your spare time. So that's, that's my little story, I suppose. And finally, the, the, the third, one of the most common reasons for uh, you know talking about why you leave your job is uh, because you were fired. So Moriah, can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so this one in terms of how to talk about it depends a lot on your specific circumstances. Overall, your answer should always, like we've been saying before, focus on the positives and should avoid trashing any previous employers or coworkers. As an employment facilitator, I work with a lot of people one on one. A lot of my clients are folks who have employment gaps, and that's not a bad thing, but a lot of what we work on is how to talk about those. Uh, And especially working with people who have had experiences where they were fired from a job, it's so important to know how to talk about that because you can really easily and really quickly go into kind of a negativity spiral and just get really focused on, you know, I was treated unfairly or. I really didn't like my boss or things like that. And, you know, while that may be true, that's not what you want to be focusing on. What you want to focus on is telling your potential employer who's asking you right now that you're going to be a good fit for them and that you're going to be able to do the job, right? So this one's kind of trickier in terms of giving, giving a catch-all approach to how to talk about this one. That's something I'd really recommend. If you were fired from a job, you're not sure how to talk about it, if someone asks you in an interview, meet with one of our employment facilitators. We serve clients aged 16 to 29 located in Manitoba who have a social insurance number. All of our services are free. All you have to do is register with us and then you can book a one-on-one appointment with one of our employment facilitators, whether that's me or one of the other ones on our team. And we can talk to you specifically about your circumstances and what you can say about those that will still sound good in an interview and will still show the future employer that you would be the right hire. But overall, my advice for this one is being fired is not the end of the world. I know lots of people who've been fired from jobs who have been able to get another job in the future. This is not the end of your working career but it's so important that you're able to speak to this in a way that is professional and positive. So if you've had that experience and it's something that you want some help with, let us know, get in touch. You can see us at yesmb.ca and you can find our staff list there and get in touch with any one of the employment facilitators directly. So let's talk a little bit more about shifting the focus onto the present and, and being able to, talk about these in an interview, but not have them take up the whole interview. So what would you say about that, Alexander? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I I sort of think of myself as Mr. Positive. You always want to try to be positive about everything. Whether you got fired, you quit, you're laid off. I think that when these things happen, you might learn from those situations. So because you learn those situations you're now at this moment in your life that you are at a job interview the fact that you made it there means that hey you can actually get things done so really when you interview um, the interviewer is the person who's in charge of the whole interview but you as an interviewee can also help the interviewer focus the conversation in a different direction so with that said you could really talk more about the positive things that are happening right now. Yes, those things in the past might've happened, but what can I do for you, my potential employer right now? Talk about your current skills that you have now. You might've made mistakes in the past. I think everybody has made mistakes in the past, but you want to talk about the present. You know, I don't think we would be human if everybody was just perfect and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that you have all these gaps in employment. It's all about focusing on right now what you can do at this moment. So you really want to focus on the reason why the gap, but really emphasize more about what you can do now. So really try to prepare your answers to be short and sweet, and then you can end it by talking more about why you'd be a great fit for the job. So that's really it in a nutshell when it comes to shifting the focus onto the present.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And we'll just kind of wrap up here by giving you three quick tips for preparing your answer for a job interview. If you think you're going to be asked about an employment gap or why you left your last job. So my big one is be honest. So if someone catches you in a lie, they're not going to be interested in hiring you anymore. Even if you seem like a really promising candidate. If you're lying about, say, being fired from a job and you tell them that you quit, But then somehow they find out through calling your references or something that you actually got fired. You're done. That's the end of your application for sure. They're not going to move you to the next round. So it's so important. Even if you're not super proud of your answer, it's important to be honest about it. And that's why we talk so much about figuring out your answer beforehand. So you're not caught off guard in the interview. Mr. Positivity, Alexander, do you want to talk about how to stay positive
0: in the job search? Well... This is what I have to say. Losing a job, and I've lost jobs before in the past, having an employment gap, that can be a big blow, and it can carry some hard and negative emotions with it. But you just have to think about what you can do now. That's what I said before. I'm like a broken record. Always try to be positive. Think about what are the things I can do now. And the biggest thing I always talk about when you're trying to get an interview, so for instance, Morag, when you are applying for a job, who should be the person who gets that job? me if morag you are applying for a job who should get that job morag should right yeah so try to try to yeah so you really have to you know whether your name is morag or alexander or jimmy or sarah whatever your name is you should get that job so try to stay positive and think about the things you can do right now
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely and the last tip we have is make sure you have solid references A good reference can go a long way in convincing an employer to hire you. So make sure your references know that they might be contacted and only use references who you know will speak well of you. Don't just use the last three references you can think of just because they're convenient. Make sure that they're people you had good working relationships. If you're newer to the job world, you can definitely use teachers or other kind of professional mentors that weren't necessarily employers. But you just really want to make sure that they know you well enough to speak to your character and to speak to your work ethic, and that you want to know that they're going to say good things about you. You can't just go up to someone and say, hey, will you be my reference? Ask them a little bit, you know, what would you say to an employer? Would you actually recommend me? I want to know, right? Because you want to make sure that when you're, when you're giving a potential employer references, that those people are going to back you up. Because if they don't, you're probably not going to get hired. So when you have an employment gap, especially if it's been a few years or something like that, reach out to the people who you're going to use as references before you go into that interview and let them know that you're interviewing for this job and just let them know that you're really excited about it and ask them ask them if they're still willing to be a reference and if they're willing to give you a positive reference. It's a little bit more work, but that will go a long way. So like I said before, if you want help with learning to talk about your employment gaps in your job search, Our employment facilitators at Youth Employment Services would be happy to help you. We can offer services through our website if you get in touch with us. You can email us or phone us. We also use Facebook. So we can help you with a one-on-one appointment for job searching or a mock interview or even just working on those really specific questions that you're struggling with. So you can find us at www.yessmb.ca and you can find our contact information there.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Tune in next time.